Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of My Favorite Conservative. I'm Edward. And I'm Andrea. And I am not conservative, but he is my favorite conservative. So we actually have a very special episode, don't we, Edward? We do indeed. Yes, we do. So we wanted to recap the GOP debate that just happened, the third debate, third and final, I think. Hopefully. Hopefully. And so uh, this is an audio only episode. You don't get to see our lovely faces, just audio only. Um, Edward, tell us who the candidates were. We had one one less than before. So who were the candidates on the stage well, tonight? Two less than before, right? Oh, maybe two. Huckabee. Huckabee. No, uh, uh, <laughs> who was it? Uh, Doug Burgum yes. and somebody else. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we, from left to right on the podium was uh, former governor, New Jersey governor, Chris Christie, uh, then uh, former UN ambassador and South Carolina governor, former governor, Nikki Haley in the center, uh, front and center in his home state was Florida governor, Ron DeSantis to, uh, to stage right was entrepreneur uh, businessman Vivek Ramaswamy and Senator Tim Scott finally made the cut. Yeah, uh, I didn't think he was going to make it. It was nip and tuck there. <laughs> he, he he just got <laughs> in under the wire, and and they 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 brought up an extra podium for him, like at the last second, I think. Yes, I mean, as of yesterday, he wasn't going to make the podium, and and he did. And you made a good point. Uh, yeah, this was in DeSantis's home state. This debate took place in Miami. Yep. The moderators were Lester Holt, Hugh Hewitt, and Kristen Welker. And I will say, just off the top, they were much better behaved. The moderators. The moderators were better behaved. Yes. yes they well, well, first off, if you recall, you could actually understand all three of the moderators. We didn't have the Univision person. That's true. That's <laughs> yes. true. They they were better behaved. Um, and so we're gonna go question by question. Okay. All right. The first question was kind of general. It was from Lester Holt. By the way, not necessarily a nice man, but we'll get into that. So he brought up Donald Trump's legal troubles and basically said, you know, how is that going to impact, you know, your, you know, the party, blah, 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 blah. So, and he went to Ron DeSantis first. Yeah. And would you tell our audience what Ron DeSantis did? Because it wasn't great. Well, he just went right into his typical canned speech, you know, that that he gives out on the stump. Um, he did go after Donald Trump, uh, saying he, he should be here, that sort of thing. Yeah, but it was such a boring canned stump speech. It was just terrible. Yeah, I was I was not happy with the first question. Uh, you're asking, you know, five candidates about Donald Trump, and it's you know, but, Trump, but, Trump's not here. But it's an elephant in the room that I felt. No, needed to be dealt with. Okay. Right. So, so then Nikki Haley gets the same question next and she goes on and on about 34 trillion in debt. And she starts rattling off all these stats about families struggling. And she goes all over the map, anti-Semitism on campus wars around us. But she did say very clearly, and this was a quote, he was the right president at the right time. Yeah. So I think line. that was a good way for her to buffer any, um, any upcoming, you know, things about her having worked under him. So I think that was smart on her behalf. She said that we need an accountant in the White House well, to pay. She has an accounting degree. Oh, she That's does. Why, yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. need an accountant in the White House yes. to pay down the debt. Okay, that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. 
and we need to secure the borders to get crime down. Now, here's where it got weird. Lester Holt more than once told the audience to stop responding and clapping. He got so annoyed and I would say even snippy. And so he, he did this at least two times, but he did it right after Nikki Haley. So then Vivek. Well, well let me back up with that because oh, what I was thinking was Lester Holt is spending more time admonishing the audience. He was. Than they were clapping. Yeah, know? he <laughs> so, was. That's a good yeah, point. So you're yes. taking up more time. Yes. But I, I understand he wanted to keep control of it. And for that, I actually give NBC some kudos. Well, yeah, they they didn't want they didn't want to look like the moderators from the last one. So, um, so then Vivek gets the same question. <laughs> yeah. And so let's just recap for everybody. If, if you didn't spend, you know, the amount of hours we did watching these debates, the very first debate, Vivek came out super strong, super hard, super aggressive. The second debate, he came, he pulled back and he just kept saying, I know I'm the new guy in town. I'm the young one. And he was attempting to be more respectful this time, the gloves, any gloves that he had on were off. And he said that there was a cancer in the Republican establishment. And can you elaborate what he talked about? Yeah. I mean, Vivek, yeah, took the gloves off. He went full conservative. <laughs> um, Tell him who he went after. Yeah, I mean, he went after Ronan McDaniel. You know, who is the uh, chairman of the RNC, the Republican National Committee. Which you had to tell me because I didn't know who that was. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Mitt Romney's niece, by the way. Um, but yeah, he he decided I'm, I'm just going to blast her and I'm going to blast the RNC. So, you know, it doesn't bode well when you're actually probably going to need RNC money at some point. But well, no, he's saying he doesn't, yeah. though. But but he, you know, he said, can I can I say the good line? The best. Yeah. Line? Okay. Yeah. But but. One of his points was, you know, as bad as Joe Biden has been, there should have been a massive red wave yep. last year. And there, and there was a barely a trickle. Yep. So, yeah, you know, points for that. Yes. Um, and he even mentioned, you know, that the Republicans were trounced last night and yep. there were a couple of elections around the country. Um, my favorite line, and I think this is the line and there are going to be memes that there are not already. The moderators of this debate should be Tucker Carlson. Well, I can't say his name. We're tired. It's late. Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. And he started yelling at NBC and the corrupt media establishment. This got, I think, some of the biggest applause of the night. It did. But, you know, also he went after NBC News he did. about Donald Trump-Russia collusion. Yes, and he did. got into the weeds a little bit. And I was impressed. I was cheering from the couch. Yes, I know you were. Um, it had nothing to do with the question that was asked. So, <laughs> yes, no, funny. he just went hard. Yeah, um, he, he just went all out after the RNC. Yeah, I mean, I just loved it. I mean, wouldn't we all love to see a debate moderated by Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk? <laughs> that would be, yeah, you'd rather just hear them talk, but yeah. That's true. Very good point. Um, next up was. Chris Christie wearing a tremendous yeah. amount of makeup. By the way, it doesn't make you look any thinner. I'm just saying. And that, what did he talk about? Uh, let's see. The question was about Donald Trump. Trump. So he talked about Hamas, Ukraine, <laughs> Putin, inflation, uh, needing a safer world. It was and boring. I, almost nodded off a little bit after that. Yes. Wah, wah. All right. And last but not least, Ten Scott, which it was very odd. He, um, it was like he couldn't find the camera. He did eventually, yeah. but he was looking kind of 
up. Like, like he thought the camera was a little bit higher than it was. So I found that super distracting. And I just want to quote him here. He said, we need to be working on a foundation based on faith. And so he went all in on getting the Christian vote. Yeah, he went religious right yep. from the get-go. And the theme did not deviate the entire debate. I'll give him credit for that. He was consistent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He talked about restoring faith and Christian values. And then you you said the city on the hill was from Reagan? No. Um, he, he yeah, was... the shining city on a hill. What, yes. No, that, that, that was something else later on. But okay. He, with Tim Scott, he kept talking about Christian values and Christian values. Well, but not everybody's Christian. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, hello. I, I right understand, here. you know, what you're trying to say, but you're also alienating a lot of people. Yeah. You. Yeah. I thought it was a mistake. And he said, we need to have faith in God, faith in each other, and faith in our future. And it's a great line. But yeah, we're not all Christians. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, so I think for that opening question, even though he didn't answer it, you said Vivek for the win. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he hit somebody in the nuts and you know, had him doubled over. All right. The next question was about Israel and Hamas. What would you um, urge? This was the exact question the Israeli prime minister to do. And they went to Ron DeSantis first. Yeah, he was really strong on this one. He said, you know, very strongly finish the job. He was tired of the media blaming Israel. We stand 100% with Israel. He talked about how he, he actually sent planes uh, to Israel and, and brought back 700 Floridians and actually people that lived elsewhere in the country, too. So that was a good answer for him. I think it was, too. Um, Nikki Haley uh, agreed for the most yeah. part, said finish them that she worked on this issue every day when she was at the UN, just eliminate Hamas, support Israel, bring the hostages home. And then she did uh, dive into a little bit about who the funding is. It's Iran. And she went on about China and Russia and this unholy alliance and how America needs Israel. So, I mean, I feel like she and Ron DeSantis were on the same page for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I, I don't think there was going to be, didn't think there was going to be a lot of, uh, different opinions on this but then it got exciting then it went to vivek <laughs> <laughs> who said we need to go one step further by the way it should have been farther um and go on and tell us a little bit more about what vivek said just again let me have his line please so well yeah so he he you know he said israel has the right and the responsibility to defend itself would completely agree uh he talked about he would be he'll be smoking out terrorists on our southern border he wanted to bring that one in there and talked about unnecessary wars uh leading to a lot of debt obviously if you're trying to build up your military for right. that yeah i you know i did like how he answered the question but he he said our focus needs to be on our southern border and yeah. one of the reasons i do like vivek is i feel like he puts america first <laughs> then he went after Nikki Haley. Yes. And then he said, do you want Dick Cheney in three inch heels? And, and I mean, it was funny. Oh my God. It was yeah. so funny. Um, I, he, he had a, like, I think he came in with an attack plan for her specifically. It, de it did seem that way. Yeah. They, they went at it quite a bit tonight. Yeah. Then we have a uh, Tim Scott who just speaks so slowly that I just wanted to like, if there were a dial that we could have turned him up to 1.1 or 1.2, as fast as Vivek yeah. speaks, Tim speaks slowly. Um, yes. And what did 
this is going to be a longer episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what did uh, Tim say? Yeah. I mean, he, he talked about diplomacy is a weak strategy. Diplomacy if, if only. Only. Yeah. Is if, a weak if strategy. you don't have, yeah. you know, you're going to back it up with anything. Just diplomacy is not the way to go. Uh, he, he actually, I give him credit. He went after uh, former president Obama and Biden yep. about how they have enriched um, Iran to back all of this with giving them money and the Iran deal, that sort of stuff. So yep. um, yeah, it was actually a, a good, answer. good answer for him. Yeah. yeah. Even though it was too slow, but, and he said, <laughs> he can't negotiate with evil, which yeah. I agree with. And then Chris Christie, you know, said America is here to preserve the state of Israel. And he said, if he was speaking directly to Netanyahu, it's your obligation to protect your territory and your people, make sure Hamas cannot do this again, keep your eye on the ball and isolate Iran. What's interesting about what he said was, I didn't get the sense that he thought it was our job to fix the problem. Yeah, uh, he really didn't even delve into it. Yeah, right, right. He, he just kind of gave his blessing. Yes, he did. He right. gave his blessing. That's exactly what he did. Um, then they did something a little weird. So, and this is where things got sort of strange. So they they had an outside person who who wasn't there in person, but televised the CEO of the Republican Jewish Coalition. Which I have no idea that there was a Republican, Republican Jewish, Jewish Coalition. coalition. Um, and, and this is where it got super strange because beginning here is where some candidates got different questions than others. There would be sort of a yeah. base question. So the initial question was, do you support the use of military force on, on Iran? And what do you say in two initial questions? And what do you say to Jewish students on college campuses who feel unsafe? And they went to Nikki Haley first and she made a joke about the heels. Um, and you want to finish out what she said? Yeah. I mean, she talked about taking out Iran's infrastructure. Now, you know, is she saying that we have to go in and bomb Iran. It sounded that way. I mean, that's the only way that you can take yes. that is that's that's pretty hawkish talk here. So it is. Uh, I, she made a good point about the KKK, though. Yeah. She said if the KKK were doing this, you know, you would be up in arms. Right. 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 Yeah. On college campuses. Yeah. yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. yeah. And she reminded the audience that Hamas hates Jews and Americans. Yes. Let's not forget that. Correct. Um, uh, then they went to Ron DeSantis, and he, um, I thought it was a smart move. He started talking about, you know, he's a veteran. He served in Iraq and how he, I, and I appreciate this. He said, you don't put our troops in harm's way unless you're willing to defend them all the way. And and so he, he made a promise that he would defend the people who defend us. Um, and he also said that he would hold universities accountable for their actions. I, I can't remember if he elaborated on that necessarily. Um, but he also touched on how Biden is launching an initiative for Islamophobia to combat the anti-Semitism. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I, I still can't put those two together, but I can't either. Yeah. Um, Vivek, yeah. uh, let's talk about what Vivek said. I, I've, again, I kind of feel like they were all sort of on the same page here. Yeah. Vivek went more into the anti-Semitism is a symptom that we need to get to the root cause of it. Yep. Uh, you know, leadership would his leadership uh, and what he's saying would be uh, needed for this. Um, but he was clear, not no censorship. Well, that and he warned about what Nikki Haley <laughs> and Ron DeSantis were, you know, a little more hawkish, if you will, that 
that, uh, you know, you, you, you Viv have to oh, go ahead. Oh no. I was going to say Vivek is not ready to start a war tomorrow. No, no. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, we went to uh, slow speaking, Tim Scott, <laughs> who uh, he had a good line here. He said, he federal funding is a privilege, not a right. If you were speaking to college deans and leaders. And he, he said, you would lose your federal funding if you allow this to continue in your campuses and for students on visas, he flat out said, I would deport you. And then he started rambling. Like he started off so strong. It was, yeah, he gave a bunch of nice things that said, this is a privilege. It's not a right. You know, you are given these things. And, and if you break that privilege, you're out. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he just rambled. Rambled. Yeah. rambled. Yeah. And uh, tell <laughs> us what Chris Christie said. Well, he's uh, he says, you know, I'm the only one who has experience dealing with this as a you know, district attorney. We're going to protect both Jews and Muslims. Protecting... No, he said he did. He yes, said he, he did. did. Yeah, he gave the whole thing about 9-11 yes. and how when he was governor or no, he was a U.S. Attorney, attorney appointed the day before 9-11. Yep. Which, which kind of interesting. That yeah. is timing. Yeah. But that he went around and in both synagogues and mosques and uh, tried to make peace. Yep. So, he got the yeah. job done. Um, so we, this was really heavy. It felt like on foreign policy, don't you think? It's oh, pretty yeah. heavy. Yeah. yeah. So the next question was a much simpler question. Thank God. Where do you stand on more funding for Ukraine? <laughs> Boom. Uh, and they went to Tim Scott first. And I do, I'm going to say it right now. It really felt like the moderators favored Tim Scott. They did not cut him off. Um, hardly ever. There were times where they allowed him to keep rambling it was very strange. But anyway, so what was Tim Scott's answer on more funding for Ukraine? Uh, basically, yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, you know, he wants to eliminate the Russian military with us fighting the war using Ukraine as the proxy. Yes. He, he then, of course, went into, well, we need to know where the dollars are going. We need to have an accounting of it. Well, you signed a bunch of, you already sent them a gazillion dollars without any strings attached. Well, he, he said Biden's package for Ukraine and Israel was the wrong approach. He yeah. did say that. Yeah. Well, he's been fully supportive of it too. Yeah. You know, it was interesting because he would not answer the direct question about whether he would support more funding for Ukraine. And actually they came back to him again. Yeah. I think it was the female moderator came back, uh, Kristen, and asked him, okay, yes or no. Do you support more funding for Ukraine? And then he went into what we call the Kamala word salad. Yeah. He would not answer this question. No, he got a little flowery and, and didn't really say anything. Yeah, I think I think it made him look really weak. And that was followed up with Vivek, who was strong. <laughs> he was, yeah. We, we, he talked about how some of the hawks, you know, he, he was looking at Nikki Haley, obviously. The Ukraine hawks. Yes, the Ukraine hawks are tiptoeing back from their previous positions. <laughs> And, uh, I, you know, I liked how he, he was, and he was the only one on the stage who said this. He said, Ukraine is not a paragon of democracy. And he, um, also I got, I think he got a little in the weeds, but it was interesting yeah. about how the occupied regions of Ukraine are actually Russian speaking regions and they haven't been part of Ukraine since 2014. Um, and then he got into this thing about, you know, do you want, do you want to use us taxpayer money to ban Christians? Because that's happening. And then he full on attacked Nikki Haley again. Well, with the Christians thing, it was about Ukraine itself that Vladimir Zelensky has is basically a, there's a war on Christianity there. How right. he, he shut down uh, dissenting 
opinions, shut down all other political parties. So there's no democracy there in, in Ukraine. And people think that, you know, they're good and Russia's evil. And it's not that simple. No, it is not. Yeah. And Nikki shot back that Putin and President Xi are salivating if Vivek becomes president. Um, And she said that she would give them equipment and ammunition to win, but not cash. And then she um, kind of pivoted back and started attacking Biden's policy. Um, Would you share with us what Chris Christie said? Yeah, he went, decided to use an example of World (laughs) War II. He went way back, like too far back, dude. And uh he was talking about what giving in to dictators and not not being strong up front with them. Yeah, appeasement to, doesn't work. You know, half a million Americans dying in World War II. Um, yes. Not sure it was the the best answer. I know it was a it was a very weak answer. Um, and then Ron DeSantis um, again, I thought very strong answer for him. Uh, said he would not send U.S. troops to Ukraine. He would send them to the southern border. A fucking men. And we are allowed to curse on this podcast, especially when it's this late at night. Um, He also talked about deporting people who came from the Middle East. um, And he made an interesting point. You want to share it about Biden's money for the border, how that actually worked out. Yeah, I'm surprised. It was a little bit out of place putting it it in here, but he talked about that that Biden says that he is, you know, uh, hiring so many border agents and putting so much money into the border. Well, he is, but all he's doing is bringing them down there so they can process more people into the country. Yeah. He's not shutting down anything. Yeah. And um, I also like how DeSantis, and I think he was the only one that said it, that uh, the Europeans need to step up with yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. yeah he was Very only... Trumpian. Yes. It was, but <laughs> on point. Um, so then we get the question. Oh boy, this one was weird. Yeah. So we talked again, we're still in foreign policy, new cold war with China flashpoints, Taiwan. And then is our Navy with our current 291 ships big enough to defeat China? And yes, they got into the minutia and I blame the moderators for this question. It got way into the minutia. Uh, tell us what Nikki Haley said. Yeah, and we'll, well, we'll tighten this segment because it just got well, this to was Hugh Hewitt who asked the question and he, I blame he, him. he wanted to get specific on how many ships yes. you would, you know, and what kind of ships. And it's like, well, come on. These people aren't secretary of the Navy. That's, yes. that's why they have a cabinet and whatnot. But, uh, you know, Nikki did actually say uh, that China is the largest naval fleet in the world now. Yep. Uh, they have uh, about 60 70 more they have ships that we have. Yeah, they have 350. Yep. They built up their military, you know. I, I liked when she said that we need to modernize our military, you know, cyber, AI, and space. Yeah. I yeah. Like, yeah. I like that she said that. Um, and she talked about ending all formal trade relations with China, although that got dicey a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. And giving Taiwan the training and equipment they need. Um, Ron DeSantis, uh, knows this. I mean, he was in the Navy. He was, yes. Yeah. And he did, he had specific things. He said, uh, we're going to get the 355 ships by the end of the first term and, uh, talk more about the Indo-Pacific area, which, uh, you know, you're going to need to be very, very strong there to hold off China yes. from doing anything. And then he attacked Nikki Haley. He did. I, he he did. said she welcomed President Xi to South Carolina while in Florida they banned China from buying property. So it got just a little weird here. <laughs> yeah, it, it, just another 
a few jabs. I think Nikki took the most hits this time. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, although I think the, the moderators subtly were favoring Tim Scott and pushing Vivek down. Like they would do yeah. not want to give Vivek more time for anything. Um, as speaking of Tim Scott, he just said, he, here's, okay, this, this pissed me off. <laughs> he said, we must fight three different continents at the same time. And I'm going to create 4 million new jobs in the U.S. to do that. I call bullshit on this entire answer. This is the problem. We can't fight on three different continents at the same time. The whole point of the question was we don't have the capability to even fight China's naval force right now. And then on top of that, you're just going to create 4 million jobs in the U.S. It's all going to be right here. Bullshit. I have nothing else to say. Let's well, unless he was talking about using other countries to fight our wars for us as that's not know, what he said Ukraine. no i i know it's you're, he, don't give him the benefit of the, the doubt military industrial complex and he's going to create four million new jobs with it yes. and everything else so but but he said there is no defense industrial bank you know he, he got, he, it was weird all right vivek uh great answer here yeah he did he kind of uh called the the whole defense system you know out where he talked about china you know, we rely on China for way too much. For our supply chain. Yep. How, you know, he talked about we, re, re, we rely on them for our semiconductors, yep. for our pharmaceuticals, and even for manufacturing the parts for our fighter jets. <laughs> yes, for, for right? all those things that yeah. we need. Yes. Yeah. So there are, you want to be accountable is, is what he wants. Yeah. And he said, we, you know, we can't answer the question about how many ships we're going to build until we declare independence from China for real. You yeah. Know, that and he was... threw in a thing of COVID at the end there. I know. He said, yeah. we got to hold China accountable for COVID. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Got It was a good buzzer. answer. Yeah. Um, uh, then <laughs> Chris Christie. Chris Christie says, oh, it's funny, Hugh. Nobody answers your questions. Yes. And. <laughs> And then he goes on to say, we're going to increase the naval power in the South China Seas, um, but we're not going to let China know how many ships there are. Yeah, he and, wants to build subs. Yes, it's all about the submarines. And so he didn't even answer the question. Yeah, he didn't give a, <laughs> a specific number that was asked for. But it was dumb. It was really dumb. Agreed. Um, now, this is where you made a little comment that made me almost fall off the couch laughing. Well, they were panning they were they're the panning, panning the across candidates. the candidates and DeSantis <laughs> looked like he had resting bitch face he just had that, <laughs> that grumpy mm. which I disagree I disagree I don't think he did but uh all right so we could not get away from China you guys and so now we're on China and now that you're talking about TikTok and they the question is would you ban or force the sale of TikTok uh tell us what Chris Christie said yeah, I was surprised Chris Christie actually talked about this is polluting the mind of our young people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. And anyway, after Trump, that Trump didn't ban him when he could have and should have. And uh, just basically how much TikTok is poisoning our young people. Yep. And uh, tell us about what Ron DeSantis said. Uh, he, he, you know, went right to China is the top threat that we have. He's always been consistent on that. Yes. Uh, he did steal the reagan line we win they lose which was a little bit out of place in there mm -hmm. but uh um, but but he talked about how to win yeah i mean you need to win militarily you need to win economically culturally uh we need a full spectrum to fend off china yeah yeah and this is when they they 
they did it before um, with the CEO guy. They they started giving kind of sub questions. So the the question was, would you ban or force the sale of TikTok? But then when it went to Nikki Haley, he said, you know, you know, Ambassador Haley, I want you to speak to parents. How do you feel? How should parents feel about TikTok? And she didn't answer the question. She no. said no. She flat out just said no. Two people attacked me and I didn't get a chance to respond. So she just pivots around around and looks at DeSantis and talks about, you know, he has a company that manufactures Chinese planes, not him personally, but it's in Florida. He They start arguing. It starts getting a little nasty. And I'm going to say this was one of her worst moments because she was given an opportunity to speak to all the parents out there. No, And I think that's because she's a woman. She's a mother. No other candidate was given that opportunity to speak specifically to parents. And I think she blew it. Yeah, agreed. Now, is this where Vivek went after her daughter? Uh, that's answer? coming up. Yes. Okay. So uh, so Vivek it has been criticized because he does campaign on TikTok. And what is his response to that? Well, he said the next generation of Americans are using TikTok. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I don't agree that <laughs> that's a reason to. Well, but but he went he did go further. He he said, look, he said, I'm doing it because the next generation of Americans are using TikTok. And I want to reach them. But he said, we do need to go further by banning any U.S. company that's yeah. giving data to China. And this is what I like about Vivek, because he understands this stuff. Yeah. A lot of this stuff on a level. I'm not saying he knows foreign policy, but he understands tech. And he brought up a very specific example of Airbnb is giving user data to Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Um, and then, then he attacked Nikki Haley and, because she called China our great friend. Um, and then it went back to Nikki Haley again. And um, and he did, yeah, he said something about her daughter being on TikTok. Yeah, which boy. It, yeah, she she said, keep keep my daughter out of your... Yes. But, but, but... your speech or something. Yes. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that Chris Rock and yeah, uh, Will Smith yeah. moment, like right, keep right, keep right. your wife's my wife's name out of your mouth. But but here again, the moderators, she was personally attacked. Vivek should not have said anything about her daughter. That should have been off limits. Again, she was given an opportunity yeah. to address it personally, and they go to her <laughs> and they say, you know what, you were Ambassador Haley. You were personally attacked, and they were talking about her daughter. And what does she do? She talks about fucking China. Yeah, yeah. What it, is wrong with this her? This is where you defend the you know, your family yes. moment and she completely whiffed on it. Yeah, she really, um, and then Tim Scott, actually, this was one of his better moments. Um, he made a joke about people clapping for him. Um, well, because somebody was, they were still applause from the previous yes. segment. He thought it was for him. Yeah. Well, no, he knew it I wasn't. Know, he I joked. Know. Yeah. He said he would ban TikTok immediately. Um, and if you can't ban TikTok, now this, was dumb. This is where he just doesn't get it. He said, if you can't ban TikTok, then you just eliminate China from the app. Okay, you dumbass. They own it. Well, okay. I think he's talking about making them sell it to an American entity. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. That's not realistic. It's just not. I mean, I do yeah. agree. Stop China from buying farmland and stealing our IP. But yes, I know you keep showing me the time. This is, we're doing a deep dive here. We are. This okay. is going to be a seven hour. No, it's not. Today. All right. So the <laughs> next one, this next question um, was about Venezuelan people fleeing their country, how Trump and Biden's methods didn't work. Do you see the political situation in Venezuela as a threat to the U.S.? And what would your approach be? Only two people got to answer this question. Ron DeSantis. Go ahead. 
tell us what he said? Yeah. Uh, don't rely on Venezuela for oil. He, yep. he went after the Biden administration for begging Venezuela for oil. Uh, and then he went into a whole thing on unleashing America's energy potential. Yep. And reimposing sanctions. And Nikki Haley um, said, you know, they're fleeing socialism and begging for freedom. Um, but then she attacks DeSantis and said that he opposed fracking and drilling and was praised by the Sierra Club. So she was fighting back. Well, she was, but DeSantis later on corrected her. Corrected it, and the the fracking that he and drilling that he doesn't want to do is in the Everglades National Preserve, which yes. is understandable. Yes. Um, finally, we got to the U.S. economy. Finally, over yeah. at least an hour in, and. And again, this question wasn't the best question. It was, what would you do the moment you take office to manage the cost of living? And I will say, I think all the candidates were really good about um, saying there's nothing you can do that will have a result like within 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, this was a Hugh Hewitt question. Again, and he, it was his question. But his question, it was, how are you going to reduce prices immediately? Yes. And you, yes. <laughs> You know, and, and do you want to do a Nixon price control thing? Here? Uh, yeah, I don't know, but but uh, I will say Tim Scott, you know, delved into his personal story. Oh, yeah. But but I do like that he said he would sign the um, XL pipeline. Yes, XL pipeline. Immediately. We yeah. need to be energy dominant to reduce the price of energy and food, disconnect from China. This was probably his best answer. And one of the things I loved about it, even though he repeated certainty and predictability twice. Was he explained what? Okay, uh, the moderator pushed back. Was it? Was it? No, it was actually Chris Christie that that. No, no, no. He schooled him. Oh no, they both did. No, it was Tim Scott too. Yeah, yeah I thought Christie gave a better answer on it. Yes, but they explained how the economy works. Um, this is where I feel like DeSantis. Um, yeah, he, he did a little stump speech. It was bad. It was like, really? Rob? It was this is such an easy question. It was an easy one. It yeah. was like, answer the fucking question. And I mean, he talked about reigning in the Federal Reserve or whatever. But I mean, it, it, this was one of his weakest moments. Yeah. Um, Vivek, go ahead. Strong. Very strong. Know, he just went right into energy, increased yeah. the supply of energy, drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear. So it stopped you know, using taxpayer money to keep people at home to, to stay at home. Yep. Increase the supply of housing. I think he went after. Yeah, he but did. Because he's talking about the more supply there is, the lower the price is going to be. Yep. So, yep. Um, and uh, and I did like that he called out Biden economics is a lie because we all know it's a lie. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and Chris Christie even said he agreed with Tim Scott and he was actually agreeing with Vivek as well. It's yeah. about energy. Well, he won. The, the good thing I liked about Chris Christie is is that Hugh Hewitt pushed back on him. Well, what can you do immediately? And he said, you know, Hugh, with energy and by unleashing our energy, energy is all traded in futures. And if you if, if you give the indication that you are going to do something Prices will start to drop I, I think it was Tim Scott that said that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Be because Chris Christie went back to Israel. No, that's okay. Who was taking all no, the notes? Chris Christie gave a really good response. Okay. That. All right. Well, they both did. Okay. I thought they both did. Um, so Nikki Haley took it. God, I have such mixed feelings about her. Sometimes she was strong, but she took it in a different direction and went on about rural Americans eliminating the federal gas and diesel tax, stop the spending binge, 
veto any any spending bill that doesn't go back to pre-COVID levels. And then I want you, what did I notice that was so interesting while she was just going on and on and on? What did we see? Yeah, they actually kind of showed a, a full shot there and 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 Vivek and <laughs> Tim Scott were whispering <laughs> and kind of chuckling as she was talking. So oh, they I, were I laughing. That was about. Yeah. They were laughing at her. Maybe they're I, telling jokes. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. they were like, they were getting along. So, uh, okay. Next question was social security benefits. The program's running out of money. What do we do? And, and actually they were, the question more specifically was, would you raise the retirement age? Yes or no. And right. again, again, the moderators, if I have any um, uh, criticism is they were, asking un, unrealistic questions at times. They they wanted black or white answers and that's not the case. Although Chris Christie, what did he say? Yes or no, would he raise the retirement age? Uh, he said, yeah, we have to be realistic that, you know, it, it's not going to be um, immediate. It's going to be, you know, 30 years down the road or whatever. He, he, he went into this whole um, thing about families going to, bed hungry or something like that, right? Uh, no, you said, no, you said he doesn't go to bed hungry. No, yeah, well, he was talking about, he was talking about people living off social security yes, going to bed hungry. Yes. And I just mentioned that he doesn't look like he goes to bed. Yes, hungry. you did. Just, yes. Um, yeah, cheap shot. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, but he, he did not say a specific age because that's what the Hugh Hewitt was asking. What's a specific age? And no politician is going to give a specific age. And Nikki Haley, uh, same thing. She said she would change the retirement age, but she wouldn't give a specific age and limit the benefits on the wealthy and expand Medicare Advantage plans. Um, uh, Vivek uh, went in a very different direction. Yeah, he went to a zero-based budgeting, which I agree with. Uh, but he didn't answer this question at all. No, he he wanted to talk about how he's going to reduce government and, and shut down what? 75% reduction of personnel. Yes, That's but he what, it was one of his weakest moments. I thought it was terrible. Agreed. It was something like he he wanted to get something in there on this, and he thought this was the right moment to do it. I don't know. Uh. Um, <laughs> so then Tim Scott said he's going to grow our economy and cut our spending. And again, he didn't really answer it. And he, But he did say, I will protect your Social Security. And it sounded just like Gore's lockbox. And not even a minute later, you, you started doing that. Yeah, put in the lockbox. Put in the lockbox. Right. So, um, and, but he was making these promises and to seniors. And again, he wasn't answering the question either. And he went off on this thing about go to a farm in Iowa and the farmers are working. I mean, it, it, I can't even. All right. So Ron DeSantis probably has um, a population of Florida <laughs> that has a lot of people on Social Security. Yeah. Um, what did he say? Yeah, he made, of course, a promise to seniors that inflation was one of the biggest things that kills seniors yep. and about reducing inflation. Um and he also kind of mentioned the whole Congress is spending the Social Security money that it should be separate, yep. Yep. Which, which, you know, in theory is right. Yes. Although he did, you know, we started with Chris Christie. Yes, I would ra raise the retirement age. Um, Ron DeSantis said with life expectancy declining in the U.S. And it is. He said we cannot raise the retirement age. Yeah, and I, I disagree with him. I would like to know what how much it's declined. Yeah, I. I. So. I, I I have that number, but not at my fingertips. Okay. All right. 
Uh, next question, border is a top issue, but they wanted to focus, the moderators specifically asked about um, opioids, we know how I have mm -hmm. trouble saying that, and fentanyl, specifically, what would you do? And they went to, again, they went to Tim Scott. We what talk we about an easy question, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is just, uh, gee, I don't know, how do we stop fentanyl from coming? Yeah, he said, country? close the southern border, sanction Mexican cartels, deal with human trafficking. He was the only person to bring up human trafficking, by the way. Um, and he also talked about ports of entry um, in addition to the southern border. Um, and he brought up the mental health issue. Uh, and then they went to Chris Christie. Yeah, he, he went with the old canard of 90% of the fentanyl is seized at ports of entry. Well, well, how much is getting in? Not at the ports. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably but, a hell of a lot more than is being caught at the ports. So. And but he brought up that we need more manpower. Yeah. And the National Guard, that sort of stuff. Um, lower demand by treating people. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't like, though, is he said, we're going to call it a disease. Okay. You can't use a pronoun without giving us the antecedent. Okay. <laughs> so, which really pissed me off. So, we're going to call it a disease. It's called it is drug addiction. And we already call it a disease. All right. Look it up in the DSM four or five, whichever one's available now for your mental health. So, um, yeah, I thought he kind of meandered and lost me there. But Ron DeSantis, what did yeah, he say? He kind of went the whole Ron badass of, <laughs> you know, saying that DC doesn't really care, declare a national emergency on day one, deport people who came here illegally, make Mexico pay for a wall. Uh, and designate the cartels as foreign terrorist agents. I love that answer. The yeah, last I, part, especially yeah. like no one else said that. No one else yeah. said we're going to make the cartels terrorist. Like we're going to. No, the scientist has talked about sending troops into northern Mexico. I just love that, though. I thought that was pretty, pretty mm -hmm. strong. Uh, Nikki Haley said, you know, <laughs> she went back to China. Yeah, <laughs> we got it. It, Which is the source. It, she, I, I give her credit. It is actually, it's made in. That's right. The, the raw materials come yes. from, get, wait for it, Wuhan. Yes. And then yes. she um, said, she actually tripped up on her answer. She meant to say catch and deport. And she said catch and release and caught herself. <laughs> yeah. And then she said, no, catch and deport. And of course, talking about mental health and addiction centers. And then Vivek, again, like this, this was one of his stronger moments. Yeah what he said can you start it off yeah he talked about that when you get something a pill or anything that's laced with fentanyl that they're the government's listing that as an overdose and it's not an overdose he said if somebody put fentanyl on your hamburger that's terrorism yeah that's poisoning exactly yeah. and he actually said ron i think you would agree with me on this and ron said yeah i you know i do he nodded and so he said there's got we got to be more aggressive he he mentioned and no one else did that next year mexico will have a new president um and so he was going to do his best to have a good relationship with the new mexican president and use our military to seal our border and i love this instead of protecting someone else's borders halfway around the world yeah, yeah. Um, and even even touched on the northern border as well all right so we're in the home stretch i swear uh the last question per se was they asked about last night's election results regarding abortion this was quite interesting ron DeSantis, uh, and they were they were all over the map of uh, the candidates um, let's talk about yeah. what he said. Um, 
Ron DeSantis said we need to obviously promote a culture of life. He is pro-life, no question about it, but to leave it to the states. That's why we overturn Roe versus Wade. They, we need to do, we meaning the right, needs to do a better job on referendums, the way they're written. Yep. The one in Ohio was written so sloppily that you had no idea that you were exactly what the options were on there. And I think people just played it safe. Yeah, that happened uh, many times in California. Yeah. Um, and then Nikki Haley, um, she said, you know, be honest with the American people. It's a personal issue. She agreed with DeSantis. It belongs to people within the states. They get to decide. And um, and she said, you know, she's she will come back to her again. She said a federal law would not pass. So no Republican president can actually ban abortions and we need to encourage adoptions and make contraception available and save as many babies as we can. Um, and then Tim Scott went, oh boy, he well, went all Tim, in. Tim went Reverend Tim. <laughs> right? he, he decided to play the Reverend tonight. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's talking about imposing a 15-week national limit or ban, if you will. Um, and he challenged. He asked Ron and Nikki to join, to join him, him on this. And I think they kind of looked at him and went, yeah, right. And he, he seemed to miss the part that that would not work. Like, Correct. that's not the way our government is set and he up. He said, I will sign anything if we can get 60 Senate votes. <laughs> yeah. And Be careful what you say there. <laughs> right. And Nikki, well, no, that's what Nikki Haley said. Oh, that's right. That was Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nikki yeah. said Nikki's going big on it too. Yeah. She said, she said, I would support anything that would pass, but be honest with American people. It's not going to happen. Yes. But then she said, I will sign anything. Yeah. If we can get 60 Senate votes, but she doesn't think it's going to pass. I mean, that's, it's not the path. Yeah. Um, I like Vivek's answer in the sense that he commended Tim Scott for being honest about where he stood on the issue. He, did. he talked about, he said, my, you know, my home state of Ohio codifies a right for abortion up uh, abortion up to birth as of yesterday yeah. yeah and he actually then went to where we need sexual responsibility for men because we're all in this together so yeah you know i disagree i feel like he um I, i'm glad he gave tim scott credit for for being honest but i don't feel like vivek answered this question and yes we might be all in this together but i'm sorry biological men cannot carry children to term so um you know I disagree with, with there was more to his statement than that, than the more elaborate. Let, let me say this, Chris Christie's answer. And you, you don't hear me say this too often. I completely agree with Chris Christie. <laughs> and tell them why he got into it. He, cause Chris Christie said, this is not in the constitution. That's right. Right. But They're, it is now. Well, in, in terms of, of the, he, uh, like the Ohio state constitution it is but no he was saying with the dobbs victory now we we have um a path that's what that's what he was saying he was saying look it's not in the constitution but now the dobbs victory has put it back to the states correct yes, yes. where it should be yes right. yes and he said the founders were very smart which yes they were and it should be de decided by each state yeah and so all this other crap talk with from Nikki Haley and Tim Scott about, you know, getting a 15 week federal ban. Oh, she doesn't what mean it. What the hell are you talking she's, about? Yeah, she's, she doesn't. Yeah. That's, that's insane. But then he did go off the deep end and I didn't even write yeah, down what he said because yeah, he kind of, but, but I mean, he was very, very clear and it yeah, was a strong answer. Shockingly, from him. Chris Christie, yeah. Uh, 
brought in the Constitution. He did, yeah. yeah. Um, so they were allowed closing statements and they were allowed to use it as any topic you didn't have time to address. And so um, I'll, I'll take Tim Scott. He said that we're, like you said, he went all yeah. full preacher Reverend mode. Tim. Reverend Tim, cultural and spiritual crisis. He said, we have to reject the faithless, the valueless, and the fatherless society. I did like this next line. Stop choosing victimhood. Start choosing victory. And then he threw in men play sports against men because the whole gender yeah. issue didn't come, come up the entire night. So that was a nice little jab he put in there. Um Let's talk about what Chris Christie said. Yeah, he started out with that. It's a gift to be an American. He's tired of the division, the anger, the exhaustion. He wants to make sure America stays number one. Our differences have always, always been our strengths. <laughs> Never mind so, that. Big sorry. <laughs> but then he talked about bringing honesty and integrity to the Oval Office. I mean, all these were shots at Donald Trump. Yes, uh, they were. No, no mistake about that. Yeah. Um, Vivek, uh, went back to, you know, we've got a war at home and I agree with that. And we need to believe in our founding ideals. And there's a fringe minority that hates the U S and then he really talked about, we need fresh, fresh legs is what he said, <laughs> the next generation. Um, and, um, and I, I did, then he did this little thing and he went right to camera. He says, but I do want to speak to the democratic party in this farce about Biden running again. Yeah. We all know Biden isn't running again. So just be honest. Is it going to be Newsom? Is it going to be Michelle, Michelle Obama? Obama? <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he, he went right in with that. So all right. of course, Nikki Haley went oh. with, the world is on fire. Wars. Wars. We've got to defeat terrorism and socialism. We need a strong America to prevent the wars. And she said, we... We this was a weird line. Can't fight the fights of the 21st century with politicians from the 20th century. Now, <laughs> Nikki, I hate to break it to you, but you were born in the 20th century. I don't think that's what she meant. I think it was I think it was a cute line someone wrote for her that didn't come off well. I think what she meant was that people who have been politicians since the 20th century which does not include her, which does not include, well, it does include anybody on that stage. Exactly. Right. I, I think Maybe she, Chris Christie. Yeah, no, borderline. Yeah. No, I think she was really going Joe after Biden. Biden. Yeah. yeah, that was, <laughs> but, but it just didn't, didn't quite work. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. And since you're a, uh, a former Floridian, why don't you tell us what DeSantis said? Well, he went, you know, went to the, we want to reverse the country's de decline. He, he's mentioned a few times during the night that I will take the hits and the arrows and the barbs. Uh, you know, it's all about your future. I will put myself out there to take those hits for you. He says, I always put service above self because he's a veteran. Uh, he went to talk about his record in Florida that he did deliver on his promises. Yep. Yeah. So there we have it. This yeah. is, this um, is a longer right, audio only episode. This. Yes. Winners, losers. Oh boy. Um, I knew you were going to ask me that question. Uh -huh. Um, I, I think out of the three debates, this was Ron DeSantis's best night, even though he had some weak answers. Um, you, you know what? I think they actually all had a pretty good night. I'm not sure I can pick one person. Um, uh gosh. Well, let, let me let me jump in. I'll agree with you on that. Um 
everybody had their own kind of little lane. Yes. Like Tim Scott went with the Reverend kind of thing. DeSantis went to his leadership. I'll take the shots for you. Uh, you know, Nikki Haley, of course, went Warhawk. Again. <laughs> I, I, well, I think I think it could have been Nikki Haley for the win, except really? it, I think it could have been, except that there were two times where they typically in this debate, they were not allowing people to um, to respond. Right. If they were mentioned, yeah. unless they felt like it was personal. But but two times they went to her one with that great question specifically about parents and she chose to go in another direction. And I think it was a mistake. And so all I think about now with Nikki Haley is China and wars, you know, yeah. and, and I I just I think it could have been hers to win. But because of those missed opportunities, she didn't. Um, I would not be surprised if DeSantis's numbers go up a little. Okay. I will say for my loser, um, and nobody really lost. Yeah, nobody that. did. I would go with Tim Scott. Um, I just think he just got in this one lane. And, you know, it course, was a choice, though. But he kept going back to my story, my childhood, my mother, blah, 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 blah. We've all heard it a million times. I get it. For the win, I'm going to go with Vivek. Um, I think when he started out really strong early, he went right for the core Republican voters, yeah. which is what you're trying to do. Here. Right. You're trying this to is win a the primary. Republican nomination. Yeah. And by absolutely taking on the media and calling them out with specifics and watching how uncomfortable they were at the table was it was wonderful. I will say, considering how how little time they gave him and how much they cut him off, he did great. Yeah. But however, again, kudos to you know NBC because this was, and, and kudos to the candidates because they didn't jump all over each other and not stop talking. They realized I look like an idiot. Maybe I'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is by far of the three debates the best one for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 No question. So we want to thank you so much for joining us for this very special episode of My Favorite Conservative Audio Only because it's 11 o'clock at night and we're pretty darn tired, but we're going to get this out today, um, uh, today, tomorrow. We're going to get this out tomorrow. See, oh my gosh, I'm so punchy. Um, we will not be live this Sunday, but we already have an episode for you. It will be our full video episode. We're going to be responding to fan comments. We love you guys. Uh, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast available wherever you're listening right now. And soon we will have a locals community and you can follow us on all the socials and reach out and everything on my favorite conservative show. That's my favorite conservative show. Let us know what you think of our recap. Bye. Bye.